0: Thank you for joining us for Thursday night football, Week Three. Houston Texans visited the New England Patriots. We're breaking it down right now. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV
1: super fan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin. If you're a Patriots fan, yeah, I have nightmares about this song. I
2: like them. Yeah. <laughs> Can, I'm not joining are, yeah.
3: are we bitter? We're
0: yeah. <laughs> a little bit just a well, little bit. Listen, I'm not a Texans fan, but I just don't like anything Boston since I'm from New York. Ah, there you go. <laughs> it was a sweet night for one team, not for the others. How are you guys? My name is Michael Rippy. You can find me on social media at Mike Ripps I'm your host and I'm joined by
2: Hey guys, I'm JJ Jorgens. You can follow me at JJ Jorgens.
0: I am Josh Rodriguez. You can follow
1: me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore.
3: And I am Jill Monroe. You can follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all the good ones at Stiletto Jill ones what are the bad <laughs> ones what about the bad ones or, um like periscope i don't think anybody periscopes like periscope. anymore uh, Meek rat. okay you hey, know hey, that's yeah. dead what about, <laughs> what about your blog
0: <laughs> what about your blog where can we see about?
3: oh Jackson stiletto joe we'll talk about that later nice. yeah.
0: there. <laughs> all right so we had a doozy tonight week three started off with a not a great one oh. the new england patriots 27 houston
3: texans Zero. Wow! Mm-hmm. All hail the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick, Belichick is the is the one.
0: He, is is the yeah. Lombardi Trophy going to be the Belichick Trophy in the future? There you go. And Mike mentioned that's that. What he, that. Yeah, he
2: uh, said he was going to change it tonight. I actually yeah. think
0: that's a legitimate question, though. Maybe <laughs> not for the Lombardi Trophy,
1: but some type of oh, Super Bowl award. Maybe like I don't know if the AFC Championship Trophy has a name or the NFC Championship Trophy has a name or anything with the championship trophy as (laughs) a name, but his name is going to be on something,
0: without Uh, a doubt. Tonight his name was all over the Houston Texans, (laughs) as this was like, this was Bill Belichick at his finest tonight. This is what he lives for. Yeah. When you think that you count the Patriots out, they come back and just, easy win, easy
3: win. Their third string quarterback. (laughs) Jacoby Brissett. Third (laughs) string (laughs) quarterback. He's a rookie, you know, Brady's out. Timmy goes down. Next up. Yeah. Which,
2: and I love seeing things like this, though, because it's like, yeah, we would have maybe never seen him had everything gone the way they thought it was going to go this right. season. So I love that you have a guy like this who just seems as sweet as can be and comes in and just plays a spectacular game and just he seems to have really have his whole team behind him, his coach behind him. It's just fun. I think that's fun to watch.
0: He was uh, he was good enough tonight. I don't think he was as good as I is it, it seem like because they won twenty seven nothing? He did everything asked of him. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but if you look at the stats and Josh, maybe you have them. Yes, want to give us some of the stats for for
1: Jacoby? Oh, uh, Jacoby was eleven for nineteen for one hundred and three yards.
0: So, so not. I mean, yeah. one hundred yards in the air. Normally, that's not great, but right. he managed the game well. He had a nice run for a touchdown, and they they ran the ball forty times. The Patriots right.
1: and J- Jacoby. I, I'm sorry, no, Jacoby also rushed the ball for eight eight times for 48 yards.
2: I just think mentally for somebody who had like three days to prepare to be like you know, the starting court when Excellent. we were talking about the Rams last week and who how mm. he's seen ghosts when he's out there he's you know them. yeah so it's like for that, that sense for me for somebody to come out and, and be mentally tough and not shit himself
3: basically you know the Patriots way it it was the
0: Patriots way this is what the Patriots do they don't ask their team to do too much they Mm -hmm. knew they had a young rookie quarterback the first rookie starting for New England in, in two decades maybe three and he just managed the game perfectly but it's the whole team. It's Bill Belichick. They don't make mm-hmm. any errors, and Houston made all the errors tonight. If you look at the stats, Houston had three turnovers, Correct. all crucial. Mm-hmm. Let's start first. Let's yes. before we even get to the game, I want to talk about the color rush uniforms because that's a Thursday night specific thing. What do you guys think about the uniforms tonight for the teams? It seemed like for me. Houston was in all whites, and I think they wear that uniform. It didn't seem any different. And then New England, though, with the, all the navy blue, I thought they looked really sharp. I did too. I Which really liked that uniform.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if it's my dislike for the Patriots, but I didn't care for it. Okay.
3: <laughs> 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 I think Houston's um, actual color rush colors, because, you know, on Thursday nights, the whole, as right. we talked about last week, the colorblind thing. So one team is going to have to take the white uniforms. Um, I can't remember what the colorway is, but it's available on NFL.com. Of and it's a it little is. more iced up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, the color rush uniforms, it's just what it is. Like, I don't feel really any strongly type of way about it. I think it's cute. It gives Thursday night football something different. But. I whatever. do like when
1: it, uh, it's a team with bright colors, like the Panthers. Wait till next week. Like mm. that kind of blue. Oh, yeah. I think
0: that looks really good. Wait, well, next week, we'll get to it. But next week, we have Dolphins and Bengals. One team's going to be an all-orange. Oh, my goodness. Nice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's gonna be a yeah. Highlighter. I might take that back. <laughs> 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 Speaking yeah. of that. Sorry, right, So, the color rush, whatever. Um, before we also get to the game, Dwayne Brown, the one... Uh, player, He was inactive tonight, but he's an all-pro guard for the Texans. He, he During the anthem, he had his uh, fist raised. I think it's important that we mention uh, that uh, that's a situation that we should monitor throughout the season, seeing how it, it ebbs and flows if more people protest as the season goes along. I mean, w- what do you guys think? I think this is my question. Obviously, everybody, we know what's going on, and we're here to talk football, but this is part of what's going on in football right now. Do we think that in in a month in two months that more players are protesting maybe coaches are protesting are there are the protests rain back how is this going to change I'm, I'm just curious what you guys think about the evolution of this how does it evolve because we're seeing more people players talk about it uh, i'm not sure how many players are are you know raising their fists or standing and protesting i'm just curious what you guys think as far as the protest not if it's right or wrong and what your personal beliefs but do you think we'll see more of it on the whole throughout the season
1: I don't think so to be honest with you. I okay. think it's gonna slowly die think out. Slowly yeah, down. okay. I do. Sure. I don't I, I just feel like things like that, they always have like a their a moment in life. time and then, Yeah, exactly. That's a good word for it. Okay. And then they eventually just die off. That's just me personally unless sure. but you know, there was an incident this week. Right. So if that continues to happen there's a stupid Yeah. So. I I think I'll be proven wrong. But I don't know why for some reason, like going into this game, I didn't even think of it. And obviously, like my mind doesn't speak for America, but I think people are already starting to get over it.
0: Well, I think, I hope not, but I also right. think that the protest can change. So I'm not necessarily sure that it. Maybe it's not before the game the protest, but there could be different forms of protest. Yes. Maybe. But, so I'm just curious about the the. Pre-game antics of kneeling or raising the fist. How this will evolve? What do you, I think you had something to say? Um,
3: I think that it will be continued on because it's having such an impact in the lower ranks and where it's traveling to. You see high school teams now doing it. You see some AAU teams. You're seeing, you know, volleyball players doing it, women's volleyball players. So I think that it's crossing in different areas. So in from that aspect, it will continue. Um, something that we're going to talk about a little later about what's happening in North Carolina. So what I do think is going to Change is the amount of players and how they speak about it. Just looking at what's happened with Cam Newton this week, contrasting his thoughts and some of the things he shared, we've seen some um, commentators and some, you know, former players double back or double down on their stance. So I think that it will become more nuanced in how it's discussed and how it's handled, but I don't think it's just going to go away just by nature of how hard it's hitting, Colin Kaepernick is on the cover of Time magazine this week, so
0: mm-hmm. he's, um, he's getting notoriety. Uh, not sure that's the right way word, but if he he wanted to get his his vision or his idea out, and and people are talking about, it. so uh, from that standpoint, he's getting it into the news. And also, we did see this week already so far. I mean, Richard Sherman came out and he decided he didn't want to really talk about yeah. uh, in, in his press conference the game. So it's another form of protesting and. Uh, one thing to think about is soon, in about another month, we're going to get the other major sports. For, uh, NBA is going to yes. return, and I know the NBA is planning a lot. I mean, that's a heavily black well uh, league, so they're planning a lot. So you got to—I just imagine—as athletes now, the football players soon are going to have other athletes to work in unison and and kind of riffraff and play with each other and decide what is the right form. So I'm just curious. I think we're going to see continued protest. I just don't know which way. And I'm just curious what, you know.
1: Well, uh, you mentioned major sports.
3: There's a major sport going on right now, baseball. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. But there's a difference. That's I think, yeah. you know, there's yeah. been certain that's things a, to talk about. The, you right. know, the amount of black players in baseball currently. Just because the you're, same type But of, just because you're not black doesn't mean you can't support that's a certain It issue. doesn't it's mean true. that. But even if you look at the NFL, for the most part, the players that are standing up on field and sort of leading the charge, they are black. And, you know, as, I believe it was Adam Jones came out about baseball and how... That league, you know, has seen um, their participation of blacks drop to about 8%. And as far as those issues, I think it's something that kind of um, jumps over them. Um, you mentioned the NBA. The NBA and the NBA Players Association are actually working together on how that they will sure. handle mm-hmm. anthem things. Because in the NBA, you're required to stand. There's yeah. no, you know, it's not optional, even though it's not optional technically in the NFL, but it is. So I think that there's going to be a different way that they are handling it. But you know, obviously, the NBA PA, just going off subject for a mm-hmm. quick second, Chris Paul, LeBron James is the VP, you know, all spoke about it this summer at the Space.
0: And also also, it, it, we'll get back to football and we'll start so, shortly. The NBA, they're going to be—it's going to be different because they play so many games. I mean, eighty-two games in the season. It's not once a week, so it'll be varied. It'll be interesting to see how this develops and keeps evolving. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's all peaceful and hopefully we get you know change uh, made as quick as possible. Um, okay, but let's talk about the game. It wasn't an exciting game, but let's, start, let's, let's rewind it to the, to the first quarter. Uh, first off, my, my initial thoughts, Houston had no game plan. I don't know what their coach, Bill O'Brien, who used to be a Patriots mm-hmm. assistant, mm-hmm. he had his team very ill-prepared, and it, it, it I was surprised, is what I would say, because I had higher expectations of this Houston team, and they laid an egg. And they laid an egg against a third-string quarterback. I mean, they made mental mistakes, the turnovers. Mm-hmm. What did you guys
3: think?
2: I completely agree with you. I thought that they would definitely come out a lot tougher and have a better game plan. They, yeah, because they really just gave them the game. I mean, their their
0: fumbles. And, and it seemed so early, it just, too, that they gave it to... Yeah. They They got behind so quickly that New England was able to get into the game of just run the ball, don't turn it over, play sound defense. And Houston was like... They had no no answer to that. Yeah. Just make more mistakes.
1: Well, they tried to establish yeah. a run with Lamar Miller, and that wasn't working. And I think they thought that would work, and it didn't, obviously. Uh, Brock was wildly inconsistent all day. But honestly, I don't think the New England Patriots defense gets enough credit. They are really good. They are. And no one really talks about them when they talk about the Patriots. I know, about, obviously, it's Brady and the stories, Garoppolo and now Brissett. But the defense won this game today. Make no mistake so, about it. I mean, and special teams. What you mentioned yeah. before—that early fumble. They fumbled twice, right? Yeah. On the kickoffs, they, they, they had three yeah.
0: turnovers with the mm-hmm. interception. But you're right, yeah.
1: Right, and uh, then on top of it, to add to my point, Miller couldn't run the ball. None of the receivers can get separation.
0: Well, the, no. I, I'm going to stop on that. For DeAndre a could. That's DeAndre, it. H- but he's the only one. Okay, but that's all you need. It <laughs> kind of, this is why I was really upset with Houston's game plan. Because you have DeAndre Hopkins. To right. me, DeAndre Hopkins is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. You have a quarterback that's six seven in Brock Osweiler. DeAndre Hopkins is a tall receiver. On these third and twos, why were they running Lamar Miller yes. into the line when they couldn't establish a run? Throw the ball to your prime-time receiver I agree. for these. It wasn't even in the game plan. For him to only have four catches and you lose 27 nothing, that's embarrassing. you know how many targets he had out of curiosity? I don't know the targets, but he had four catches for yeah. about 58 yards. And and I like Will Fuller, the rookie, but yeah. he, can't, he drops the ball too He had much. a huge drop. Yeah, And it just seemed like the game plan was just, I didn't know what they were calling it. Get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. I agree. The rest of the guys couldn't get separation. But DeAndre Hopkins doesn't need separation. Throw the ball high. He'll make the catch. And at least go down with him trying to, to make plays. Not run the same Lamar Miller play yeah. for three yards. In. I just didn't like it. Uh, that was my take. And and, and it, this was, not only was this game won by the, the defense of New England, it was won by Bill Belichick. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Bill yeah. Belichick had his handprint all over this game. His team was ready. They were prepared. They shut the other team down. He's a defensive wizard. And he won with a third-string quarterback that had three days to prepare. Which we should also <laughs> In comment. In a blowout right. fashion. Up against
2: Fantasy stats How guru? many million oh does Brock <laughs> get? Was, was it 72 million? What was Brox,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah? a big contract. a yeah. nice contract. You those compare those, those two. Yeah. No, uh, Jacoby Brissett
3: was better yeah, than that. Yeah. Um, fantasy stats guru is in the chat room. He said they did try and establish the run, but O'Brien should have known that they need to come out firing to put some pressure on the rookie QB to try and make a comeback. Um, I just want to know also what happened to the Texans defense. I mean, you're going in, you know, one of the with the number one defensive player in the league and this is the results. Not like the, I know, we knew the game plan going in that it was going to be run the ball. That's not a question. So what happened? This this was one of my points I was going to get to. J.J. Watt.
0: J.J. Watt. We hear all about J.J. Watt all season long. J.J. Watt had two tackles yeah. tonight. They ran, New England ran the ball 40 times. How does J.J. Watt get all this publicity and he's so good and he, where was he tonight? He was only in on two tackles on the entire field on 40 rushing plays when you knew New England was going to rush. You knew New England was running the whole whole game. I I get that it's not just J.J. Watt. Don't get me wrong. But if you're going to be the unsung hero and the star of a defense, show up a little bit. Two tackles?
1: Well, my thing is I think uh, Jacoby's mobility kind of got to him. Uh, He had that early touchdown, and I think... That probably set the tone for a running game. They ran a couple sweeps at Edelman. They had a college offense. They were running yeah, a little bit, little bit of the option. Offense. So I think they were off balance, to be honest with you. Agreed. Yeah. So but, I, I think that just caused JJ and the Houston Texans defense to have a bad game. And I don't think they were prepared enough for the mobility of Jacoby and the mobility of the New England Patriots' run game.
0: They were. <laughs> It, I don't know why they got off the. I don't know why they got off the plane or the bus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Seriously. So, did you to yes. know how many targets Hopkins had tonight. Yes. Fantasy Stats Guru is on it. He said Let's he go. had eight <laughs> targets. So he, eight he, eight he, targets. He, he, he was being doubled the whole target. game yep. over the top, yep. and that he agrees that he should have been using the possession on the receiver on third downs. Of hmm. course. So.
0: Also, also, there was a couple pass interference calls I didn't agree with. There was two uh, in the first couple quarters against uh, Houston in the end zone. Cornerbacks. No, the one in the end zone I actually agreed. Okay. There, the, the last one in the end zone I. Agreed with. The guy, uh, the cornerback wrapped up Martellus Bennett. I thought that was a penal, uh, pass interference, but early on, it seemed like New England benefited from a call from two balls that were, they were not accurate at all, so I don't think they had a chance to catch the receiver. Uh, I thought they got a little lucky there early in the game that helped them set the tone and then Jacoby broke off a nice run and before you knew it, New England got out ahead early um, and, and really just took control of the game. There's not too much, other than I just think that Houston was really undisciplined tonight. And I was just really disappointed because I thought that Houston was going to be better than this this season, and they just laid a big egg. Now it's just one game. I think the other winners, and what, tell me what you guys think. The biggest winner outside of the New England Patriots was the entire AFC South division, mm-hmm. because Houston at two and zero had a had a nice. They had a chance. To, you go in here and you make a huge statement. You win in New England, or even keep it competitive. Now you're looking at they're two and one. Now next week they're going to play Tennessee. That's a that's a in uh, the division game. Right. It's almost a a, a rivalry game. Uh, now before you know it who knows what's going on with the season you've allowed the Colts to stay afloat right that entire division is, is completely different than if you would have asked me tonight I thought Houston had a lock on it and now after seeing the way Houston played tonight I don't know what Houston is was it just the new, mm-hmm. they ran into the New England Patriots or are they just I mean where, do, you th- do we think they're that good or what because I had them as a lock in the playoffs and now I'm just not sure what do you guys think yeah.
2: I think I still have faith in them. I still think they're a strong team. I I think it was a terrible night.
0: Just
1: a bad night.
2: I, I'm, that's what I'm going with right now. <laughs> they're that, playoff that, that's <laughs> that's what what team. Feel. They're
1: not a contender. That's how I feel. Okay. Um, they're going to get to the first round, maybe, maybe win the playoffs home? and then go home. They're you, not going to beat the Patriots. They're not going to beat the Steelers. And honestly, if the Colts get their act together, they're not going to beat the Colts
0: either. Well, do do we think Houston is the division winner? It's Houston. Houston's in the division with Tennessee, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. I mean, right. I thought before tonight they were the lock in that division at this point. They looked like they had all the pieces. I would, have to, I, I would I have to see, even, see their schedule. I really have to question everything about the team because they were so bad tonight. Because Also, if you look at the game stats, you, you, you take away the score, and yes, Houston turned the ball over three times, and that's a recipe for disaster. The rest of it's pretty even. Time of possession, I think, I think Houston had the ball a little bit longer than New England. Rushing and passing yards, I think Houston was right there. But to lose 27-0... It wasn't yeah. even close. I mean the game wasn't even close, but the stats would tell you something else.
3: And just the fact that for me beyond that, I know Belichick is Belichick. But the fact that this, you know, young QB is coming in first game wasn't you know, you're already dealing with a secondary player in um, Jimmy. Like to me, Houston should have been better prepared. There's really no mm-hmm. excuse. There's one mm-hmm. thing that I think
0: exemplified it turn to tonight's game. There was a play And the coach didn't even recognize Bill O'Brien, the Houston Texans coach. Didn't recognize he should challenge the spot that was eight yards off on the kickoff. And the punter had to alert him, like, "Hey, get a challenge in!" Like, he got in last second, but he's just how how was he not aware it wasn't of his situation? finest
3: hour mm. it just, yeah. <laughs> things happen uh, so I, I maybe he was I'm, emotional you know there's a home return and you know his family was all there he grew up really I'm close, I'm, close, close, close. like I'm crushing, 20 miles I'm
0: crushing Houston right now they deserve to be crushed we, we saw but through this is that, same, and
1: that was bad. This, what we learned about Houston is that they're the same team as last year. They really are. They got to the playoffs, and they didn't have a quarterback good enough to, for them to advance. And don't get me wrong. I think Brock is better than what they had last year in Hoyer. Yes. But Brock has to make plays. And he, he, does he play plays. hasn't shown the ability to, even in their wins, he really hasn't done much. It's been kind of sloppy. Right. He hasn't shown the ability to carry the team on his back yet. Consistently. Right. And especially with Lamar Miller struggling a little bit. I mean, he's getting the carries, but he's not really...
0: No, he's not turning it into actual... He's not at all. he's, He's getting the... They're giving him a huge workload. Right. He hasn't turned that into something that's that's worthy of a huge workload. Exactly.
1: And Will Fuller looks like he's going to be a nice addition. DeAndre's DeAndre, but Brock has to step his game up a little bit.
0: Also, does Brock know how to take the ball from under center? It seems like he's in the shotgun the whole Mm. game.
1: But that's, yeah, that's not Brock. That's play calling. so. I would like to see them get into a normal offense. I don't know. You have some
3: coaching questions as
0: well. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) I was really disappointed with you, so if you can't tell. um, Oh, something we did learn tonight. They are going to keep the kickoff rule yes. where if you kick it in the end zone for a touchback, it comes to the 25 all season, and they, they gave that information out on the, on the telecast, and that originally was planned to, to be evaluated after the fourth week. It was only put in for the first four weeks, but they're going to keep that all season. Do you guys have thoughts on that? I mean, how do you Not think really. because mm-hmm. the reason I ask is because so the touchback rule changing to moving it to the 25 was supposed to uh, reduce the amount of returns and therefore reduce the injuries. Right to players getting the huge uh, impact of a guy running down the field and hitting him, and instead it's had the, the al- it's had the alternative effect, which makes where- you
1: wonder why Rogers keeping it.
0: Right. So, they, <laughs> so now more teams are kicking it a little bit short of the end zone so that there's more returns. Therefore, there's more collisions when they were trying to actually do the opposite. Of the rule. <laughs> and now they're going to keep the the rule in play for the entire season. They said, which is sort of backwards like. sort of <laughs> it is backwards so you're I, saying you care about player safety
1: and then stats are proving that you know we're running the yeah. ball more often on kickoffs which is more dangerous and uh, you're deciding to keep it it's backwards it is backwards so <laughs> if,
0: if
3: welcome you, if,
0: yeah. if, if you are watching and you're here on the chat or you want to comment let us know what you guys think do you think that that rule should go should stay what, which, what was your take on tonight's game let us know also let us know uh, on iTunes give us five stars if you like us hopefully you, you definitely guys. you definitely and like us you go like us, like us. Nice. Also, lastly, uh, make sure to comment and chat with us on social media. We'd love
3: to. Oh all yeah, please mm-hmm. uh, at any point. And we'll continue the conversation. You can send us your thoughts, opinions, critiques. Yeah, yeah, agreed. we'll take it all. So
0: constructive. I think <laughs> that, I think that's pretty much it. It was a pretty boring game. Which yeah. Frequently last season, this happened on Thursday nights, where there wasn't that of an exciting game. Last week was exciting. And then really tonight is. wasn't, but, you know, hopefully next week will be different.
2: The only thing that I kind of wanted, although, you know, I never want to see anybody else get hurt again. Like, I'm glad Brissette didn't get hurt, yeah. but I kind of wanted to see Edelman yeah. a little bit you of quarterback. <laughs>
1: <a> little quarterback. <bit. laughs> I, I agree with JJ. I, I kind of <laughs> wanted
3: to see it. I interesting. come on. I
1: was expecting, like, a, an option pass <laughs> to Edelman, and then he throws one in the end zone, but that didn't oh, happen yeah. either.
0: Honestly, they, they probably had that in the playbook and just, like, we don't need to use anything right yeah. now Belichick, it's working Belichick, yeah. Belichick is just like yeah. we'll save this because that's a play that they'll use Guarantee we'll yeah. see that at some yeah. point in the season but they once they got out I honestly was thinking once they got out 10 nothing that at that point I was like Belichick must think we're already going to win this game we just run the ball play it safe yeah. let's see if they can get 10 points and they do everything the Patriots it's so frustrating as not a Patriots fan when you watch. <laughs> <don't tell. laughs> they do everything right they don't make any mental mistakes. Yeah. No penalties. No turnovers. They they, they milk the clock. Yeah. They, they take the clock down to three seconds. Mm-hmm. On just before you know it, you're in the third quarter and they're up by three touchdowns. Coaching, like, what?
3: Yeah. as art it, it presented really, by Bill Belichick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because really, I mean, it's textbook. It's classic. But you know, you whatever. say
2: that though. They didn't even have. They, they didn't get the ball in offense until like five minutes left in the third quarter. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: New England yeah. was able to waste away the first time in uh, yeah. the third quarter. And get points, and before you know I mean, the game's over. They just, it's like they slow grind you out, and mm-hmm. they, they just do everything. It's so maddeningly frustrating. <laughs> I'm a Dolphins fan. I've seen this for 20 years. It kills me. It oh, never man. changes. Sorry, man. Uh, my team yeah. doesn't win, but okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they won't. Uh, one,
0: one positive I will say for Houston I was impressed with Vince Wolfark. Former Patriot, his name was getting called a lot on the de- on the Houston defense, and he he seemed to have a decent game. So he
3: is. Um, I was watching something earlier where they said that he has become a leader in the Texans locker room Absolutely. too, as well oh. as not just on you know on the line, but also in the locker room and overall had a positive effect on the team. So I guess he's taking the Patriots winning ways and trying to be you know yeah. spread them around to his new team and maybe add to that ring collection.
0: Mm. <laughs> I don't think that yeah, you so. know we're that's, we're that's we're just playing.
3: positive vibes. I'm just the sending only, them. The only
0: one <laughs> he'd be getting is if New England like sent him one as like. Uh, a, but it's it's still run. early. It is early. It's, it's very change. early.
1: Yeah. Brock can all of a sudden turn it up and then Th- things, to, like
0: things will change. If really, somehow mm-hmm. Houston turns into a contender by the end of the season, I'll be blown away by tonight's effort because tonight was so poor. I just don't remember teams that are that talented and that good. Laying egg like that. I mean, because not even laying it. Get get up. Get three points. You can't yeah. get three points. They couldn't cross midfield. That's I mean that's bad. Yeah. But you're right, it is one... You, you know, get so hot we, at the end. I'm, I agree. mean, I'm a
1: Giant fan. I've seen I've two seen Super, Super Bowls when no. we were mediocre all year, and then all of a sudden, you know, you turn it on, and mm-hmm. you win a Super Bowl. So, it's possible. Voice of it's reason.
3: Awesome. And I'm a Rams fan, <laughs> so I have nothing. You're just waiting on a touchdown. Uh, right. So <laughs> right. It's the, coming. Uh, the L.A. Rams
0: have not gotten a touchdown since, like,
3: 1994.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> let's, let's move to this weekend. We have we have games on Sunday. Uh, Josh, you want to talk about the uh, yes. latest in? Uh, So,
1: Arizona-Buffalo. Arizona-Buffalo. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. like Arizona a lot in that game. Um, Buffalo's defense looks terrible. Their offense... They just fired their offensive coordinator. There you go.
0: Since last week, they fired Greg Roman. Yeah. After they scored 31 points. Mm -hmm. They gave up 37 points. They fired the offensive coordinator. Confusing.
1: If we're a Rex Ryan team, too, their defense is not intimidating. (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't don't expect this game to be that close at all. I
0: agree. I like Arizona.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, let's... Another game? Uh, well, mm-hmm. my game that I'm looking forward to this week is Josh's team, Giants versus Redskins. We got the word that Josh Norman is going head-to-head with Odell Beckham Jr. You know that rival we started last season. Over the summer, Odell was saying, hey, Josh Norman got paid because of me, <laughs> because <laughs> of our competition. I mean, the audacity, the level of ego levels. Because I made you pop in, you got your coins. So this matchup is going to be interesting. Obviously, Josh didn't get any burn against Antonio Brown when, the, when they played play um, when the Redskins played the Steelers earlier so we want to see Josh earn his money we want to see this matchup of the two Divas um, I'm rolling with you Giants thank you so, so yeah
2: I'm with you I'm so excited for this one too there have been so many great clips and so many packages I've been watching the morning and stuff with these two that I'm just so fired up to see this game and I'm with you on the
0: Giants too <laughs> thank you so I'm on so like a team <laughs> <laughs> Do, who's going to win the one-on-one matchup between Josh Norman and Odell Beckham, do you think? ODB. Beckham. 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 ODB. <laughs>
3: Dance on yeah. him. Float on him. If he didn't drop uh, that pass last year, <laughs> I think his,
1: his numbers last year against him would have been ridiculous. Do we
0: think that either of them get personal foul penalties? Absolutely.
3: Mm. Yes. Yeah. I. I yes? Somebody oh, wow. does. I don't know who, but I think... I Norman. think- <laughs> I yeah. also think the refs are going to be looking at they that are. matchup yeah. very, yeah. very oh, yeah. closely. So anything, do you know? They're both very passionate players that express themselves. So anything that sort of looks out of line, I think they're going to look to establish control very early in yeah. the game to keep it under control.
0: They uh, they actually came out and said they're what they're going to have a little extra attention on that matchup. So you're right. Let's see, there you go. <laughs> what uh, any game that you're looking to?
2: I mean, that was my my main main one for the uh, weekend. What? Um.
0: So let's talk about Steelers Eagles for a minute because this is yeah. this has become an exciting yep. game. The matchup of Pennsylvania. We have Carson Wentz who has yes. announced himself in in the first two games. Now he's going against a real a real team.
3: Real and deal. if he's yeah.
0: able to put up any type of game like he has had the first two against Pittsburgh, there would really be no questions on whether he's super talented and and you know right now the only thing you could say he's looked fantastic, but the only thing you can say is who he's played against, right? right. If he's able to do it against Pittsburgh, I mean well, that we can't say mm-hmm. that
1: anymore. That's that's mm-hmm. true. I do think the game's gonna be a little high scoring though. I do expect both offenses to play well. I mean, I do expect the Steelers to come out victorious though. Victorious. But I expect Carson to have maybe like two touchdowns, maybe an interception. I think he starts turning the ball over a little bit against that Steelers defense, which will be interesting because he yeah. has not a turnover. But I yet. do think they put up points. Points. So yeah. we look for points in. Yeah, that yeah. Game. Steelers in the over.
0: Boom. Yeah, Steelers. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Steelers in the over. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you have Vikings Panthers too.
0: Let's talk about that one. I want to let's let's yeah. talk about that because there's also you know what which, which is a good one to talk about with what's happened in uh, North Carolina this past week.
3: There are protests happening currently in Charlotte because um, a couple of days ago, uh, Scott, um, sorry, Keith Lamont Scott was sitting in a car allegedly reading a book. Police officers shot him because he didn't comply. So there are currently protests in. The city, And the question is, will the NFL need to move locations of Sunday's game? They said that if something, a decision will be made tomorrow, I guess, based on the status of what is happening within the city. Cam Newton has come out and said he thinks that it could unify the city. We know um, with the Freddie Gay riots in Baltimore, a couple, was that last year, the year before? Baseball played, MLB played a game with no fans. So... There could be that option. Um, do you guys think that it's something worthy of moving the game? They're not sure if they're going to have enough security at it, or do you think that it's sort of the protest will go around that, and it's not really – we saw with – what was it a couple of years ago with the protests happening like at the Saints games and so forth, little mentioned. So do you think that it's something that the NFL should really think about moving?
1: Um, I'll go first. Uh. Yeah, it depends. I think it's up to the city officials of Charlotte, to be honest with you. They have to figure out the tone of the city, the vibe of the city, and they have to make the best call for the citizens of that city. At the end of the day, this is just a football game. Mm-hmm. So if lives are at uh, at risk or uh, anything, you have, you have to move the game or cancel the game. But that's up to the city of Charlotte, uh, the government officials. Uh, I, don't, I don't really think it should be up to the NFL, to be honest with you.
2: I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree on that. I mean, I think you, yeah, you'd have to see how things progress in the next few days, see what the climate's like, and and yeah, make the call. But yeah, you're right. It's it's, it is just a football game, and when it comes down to it, and if people are going to get hurt, then I think then they yeah need to move it.
0: I, th- I think <laughs> safety first. So we'll have to see. I think the I think they're going to end up keeping it. I mean, it's clearly that would be the easiest thing to do, uh, is keep the game in Charlotte, and you'd want that to happen. I mean, for Carolina's sake as a football team. You would hope for you know they want to keep the game at home, but obviously if it's too dangerous a situation that they, you know then they would need to move it. I, ideally, they could be, have it as a rallying cry, maybe as a unifying type of thing for the town. I would hope that they you know the town can can use their football team as something to get behind and and show their show their their unity amongst the team. Now sense.
1: that's cool, but then during the national anthem. You know, if a couple people raise their fists, now does that uh, divide the crowd at the game even more than it usually would? You know, yeah, are, are people's emotions heightened because of the protests or because of what's going on? And then, you know, the crowd sees someone raise their fist and they don't agree, and then they start fighting with people who do agree. I think it's
0: a, I think, you know, I think it's a, a personal thing where yeah. people are agreeing, disagreeing. I, I would hope that the... I would hope that they could keep the game in Charlotte and that, every, and, you know, Peace can win out and that that it didn't heighten the risk yeah. and stuff. But I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, let's let's look at another game. Uh, we'll, we'll go to uh, Cleveland and Miami. And I, and I say that because <laughs> Cleveland has lost uh, Corey Coleman, uh, one of their wide receivers, so they've had, you know, down on their luck. Also, we should mention Adrian Peterson from Minnesota uh, yep. is going to be gone for maybe the whole season now. Yep. Uh, that changes Minnesota's outlook. Mm, I don't know if there's any other games you guys want to talk about. Uh,
1: Detroit-Green Bay. Detroit-Green Bay. Yes, division game. Okay. Uh, the Lions, I, they're 1-1, one one, but they look pretty decent. Stafford looks like he's going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. And Green Bay's offense is still struggling, even with Jordy back, which I kind of
0: find surprising. I think it's going to take him a little bit of time yeah. this season to get not just back playing, but get back to that level, because he's not just a normal player. Well, it's not
1: just Jordy. I mean, I thought they had run the ball better with Lacey. Mm-hmm. Lacey came back in uh, to training camp in better shape, and he looked good in the preseason, so I thought he was going to have his, himself a good year. Cobb's really not breaking out right now, so it's kind of interesting that they're struggling right now.
0: Agreed, and yeah. I think we haven't talked about this, but Mike McCarthy, the head coach for Green Bay, has to be an under-the-radar type of coach that could be in a position to lose his job if things don't go right. right because Green Bay has the highest of expectations. They have one of the best quarterbacks ever and they should look better than they do. I agree. Even What's a
3: record in... that you think would send them out the door if they end up at the end of the season? I think, I think,
0: I think for sure if the Green Bay Packers are not better than 10 and six at a minimum, that's very questionable because he's been there a while and they've had a lot of, Struggles that you wouldn't expect in certain games and certain issues, and sometimes it's just you need a different voice. And with Aaron Rodgers, they should be putting up twelve and four to fourteen and two seasons year in year out, and right. not having these struggles. I mean, Minnesota with Sam Bradford beat them. <laughs> <laughs> to, I mean, well, I Minnesota's not a bad team. They're not. Don't get me all. wrong; they have a good defense yeah. and stuff. But, but, but it's also how they beat them. It's Green Bay's offense just right. doesn't look the same as it did. Years That's ago. what's shocking. And. And that's the, and Mike McCarthy is supposed to be the offensive. Right. Guy. and they had the
1: same players. That's yeah. what I mean. Well, skill position players at least. And
0: so yeah, Green. That's that's. Anyways, Mike McCarthy, a guy that I think as a coach is could be on the hot but seat. I'm um, still taking Green Bay at home against Detroit. Okay, that's, let's let's. I want to get some news and gossip with you, Joe. But I want to uh, first talk about uh, tonight's teams: New England, Houston, their next opponents for Week Four, uh, and see what you think. New England uh, will be home next week against Buffalo in Week Four. And Houston will be home to Tennessee next week in Week 4.
3: How do we think these two teams fare off of tonight's game? New England seems to have Buffalo's number. Like, that's just, well, Rex, Rex Ryan and Bill Belichick head-to-head. It seems to be no contest, Bill Belichick. Not that he doesn't do that for everybody, but in Rex in particular, it just doesn't ever seem to match up. We already talked about the problems that their defense is having. So I think that, you know... It's going to be another W for the Patriots.
1: I agree. I think the Patriots take this one. I just think Buffalo's a mess right now.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Their defense is a mess. They just fired their offensive coordinator. I do like Tyrod a lot, but Sammy's right. hurt. They don't have any offensive weapons besides McCoy right now. So I like New England big in this game.
2: New England as well. And I also am going to, for the next one, I'm going to think that Houston is going to come back fired up. Ooh. And
0: I think I'm putting yeah. that one out there. What about you guys in the Houston, Tennessee?
1: <sighs> I I know this is a kind of a cop out, but I kind of want to see how Tennessee looks this you week. You wait? Yeah, I understand. Um, my fair. gut says Houston, though.
3: Okay, I haven't looked at Tennessee much this season. Being perfectly honest, so I don't have an opinion yet. We'll check them that's, out and see. That's very, I, I do yeah. like Tennessee,
1: though. Uh, they lost to Minnesota at home first week, and then they they who they beat? They beat Detroit, Te- uh, Detroit last week. Uh, Mariota with the nice drive at the end.
0: I. I'm going to take Tennessee. Yeah. I don't even need to see him this weekend. I'm taking Tennessee.
1: <laughs> You're that down. If the making, game was in Tennessee, yeah. I would say Tennessee. The fact Agreed. that it's in Houston, it's it's, it's uh, swinging me towards Houston. And I can't. Like I said before, I want to see how Tennessee plays this week. Yeah. Just because I don't have a good grasp on them right now.
0: I just. I think I'm taking Tennessee's skill players behind. I'd rather have Mariota behind center. I think right now than Osweiler. Yeah. I'm more trusting him. I don't know why. Delaney, solid. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, DeMarco. Demarco and Derrick yep. Henry, so they have some weapons. Tennessee, yeah. Taj. Uh, so, so those are uh, who Houston and
3: New England will play in Week Four. Let's uh, let's talk about any news and gossip that you have, bro. Um, let's talk about, kind of going back where we were, the most hated NFL players (laughs) right now. So the list just came out. There was a poll taken. ESPN talked about it. I think it might have been an SI poll, though. Colin Kaepernick is the number one hated NFL player (laughs) this (laughs) season. Big, shocking surprise. (laughs) But the rest of the list might kind of surprise you and kind of lead you back to Colin's point initially when he started his protest. Number two on the list is... Jameis Winston so football reasons Jameis is kind of a target you know number one pick last year with Tampa Bay he hasn't sort of shown up this season yeah. but there are football yeah. reasons why you can hate him he also has some off the field issues that are still lingering that people might not have forgiven him for or looked past number three is <laughs> Suh so, uh, so, Sue. Sue, yeah, yes, yeah. Sue. So, you not know, you're <laughs> dirty. As well. Considered a dirty player. Did yeah. not no, say no, no. he was go a dirty red, player. Go be great,
2: go be great, go be Just yeah. saying. You know <laughs> some no, people no.
3: consider him. He was
0: really dirty on Detroit, but since he got to Miami, <laughs> well, <laughs> he,
3: he might not have been time. <laughs> 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 so, number four is Baby Manger Jesus, Tom Brady. <laughs> Now coming up with Gate, that might be expected as well, you know. And obviously he's Tom Brady, so yeah. if you're not a Patriots fan,
1: you hate him. You hate him. I hate really him. Really
3: plain and simple.
1: <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I just.
3: Or you're yeah. an ugly jealous dude. Um, you're just kidding.
1: Yeah, I'm an ugly jealous not dude. Not
3: you. I <laughs> I'm say, I'm gonna, Listen, I'm I do. You. Know. Who's five on that I'm list? There. Five on that list is Big Ben. So, Big Ben? Yeah, Big Ben. So there you go. You know, the Steelers are a winning franchise. Ben does work out there. But he also has some questionable things in his past. Um, so perhaps that's why he made the list. But Colin, we know he hasn't really been football relevant, not right. to take anything away from him, in that manner in quite a bit of time. So the fact that he's gone from... He wasn't completely off the radar on the list, but the fact that he's jumped to number one says a lot. It surprises me that Jameis is on there, I'm not going to lie. and Especially number two. That's really high. Just, I, yeah. I think that we're we're still not far enough removed from the things that he was accused of or and yeah. or did in college so I think that there's some still residual effects about it. I actually read a report about how female fans have been moving away these last two years from the NFL likely because oh, of wow. the domestic issues and things like that. So to me I don't know that for a fact but I think things like that are factoring into this list if you look at it.
0: Okay. Fair enough. It's interesting. Four out of the five top most hated uh, players are quarterbacks.
3: Right. Hmm. So that says a lot about, I think a lot of that is just, you know, your team pride. And and they're winning quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, the reason why I hate Tom Brady is because he's so freaking good. I'm not going to. Colin Kaepernick and Jameis aren't. Well,
3: we're not talking. Mm -hmm. Colin obviously doesn't count. Jameis, you know. I will say,
0: uh, (laughs) I did hear that this week Chip Kelly came out in support of Colin Kaepernick. Which is interesting because he didn't support him until like this week. It seemed like he was quiet in the back scenes until now, which is interesting. But I do think that Colin Kaepernick is going to get a chance to play football this season. Like I do, I, agree. I do envision at some point this season, whether because of injury to Blaine Gabbert or just because of a change in direction, I think that Kaepernick's going to get another chance. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays on the field because at the end of the day, if he wants to remain a football player, it's going to be how he performs on the field. So it will be interesting to see... When he gets on the field next, how he performs. Because it's just a few years back that he was, had his team uh, on, In the the cu- Super Bowl. on the cusp of winning the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Okay. One drive away. So... That was really. Uh, hard that, that. that was a good. Top <laughs> <audience>. <laughs> um, do we have any? Faith? Only
2: we have one more news and gossip. Please. Small tidbit from tonight's game, but right. since I'm a big Clippers fan, for all you Clippers Ooh. fans out there, so Brissett was runner-up, Mr. Florida Basketball to the one and only Austin Rivers. Oh, yeah. yes.
0: that's, a gra- that's a great piece of information. I had no oh. idea. Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. can he can do it all? He can ball. He right. Can ball. He can ball. Is He also a baseball player. If you guys know, have know that, <laughs> let, let us know in research. the comment section. Um, <laughs> Any fantasy advice this week, I guess?
1: Fantasy advice this week? Yeah. Um, let's see. Who should who should we start in the games? Uh I like Philip Rivers against that Colts defense. Their I secondary like is terrible. Start Travis Benjamin, start Tyrell Williams. Sleepy. Um I like Christine Michael if Thomas Rawls is out. I think he scores against San Francisco, Carson Palmer against Buffalo, Larry Fitzgerald against that Buffalo defense. Um that's off the top of my head. I would have to go through the games. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know I'm not giving fantasy advice. No, you just this? Yeah. No, fantasy is not my thing. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm adapting. I'm just keeping up with what's going on currently. And, I don't need so to add anything speaking else Speaking of it. currently, if you started
0: Rob Gronkowski, who returned... Oh, my goodness. He got you zero points in fantasy. <laughs> That's what happened. See? That's he was a decoy. So Rob Gronkowski, zero points in fantasy football tonight.
1: I'm going to say stay away from Stefan Diggs, too. Just this week, though. I like him for the season. But right. just this week just against this Carolina, week stay... just stay away. I think Bradford has a bad game. Not because of Diggs, but because of Bradford. I think Bradford's going to be a little inconsistent to start the year.
0: And let's let's preview next week's There's the Night Football game now, which is between my team, the Miami Dolphins, hey. and the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. So Miami's 0-2. On the flip side, Cincinnati is 1-1. Yes. How do we see this matchup in Cincinnati?
1: Uh, I think Cincinnati wins this one fairly easily. Okay. Sorry that you're a Dolphins fan, but... So am I. I just think they're the better <laughs> team. Uh, that offense is a mess. They they seem to get, like, games get away from them very early. Not just this year, but last year as well. They don't seem to be clicking at all. I love Jarvis. I love Jarvis Landry a lot, but I I don't think Tannehill is going to do well against that Cincinnati defense.
0: Gaines made a hero. Yeah. Any other any other ideas, previews for the game, predictions, you wanna do that or no?
3: Uh you know, I don't do score predictions. We discussed that <laughs> It's hard for me. No, um I really think that it, it I don't think that it's gonna be an exciting game. I'm gonna be really honest. I'm not up for it, but we'll see. It could be a surprise, but Again, Miami is not a team that I look forward to watching play, so... Aww. I can imagine as a fan, you don't often <laughs> look forward to watching them play either. But we live in hope! I do think they win this week, though. If
0: oh. that matters. Pains my ears. <laughs> <laughs> week
3: three, okay. week
0: four, it's a no. I will say, definitely look forward to uh, a better game next Thursday than tonight. Yeah. And also, it'll be yeah. interesting to see the colors. Uh, I think... <laughs> Because yep. we're going to see orange. I want to see how that looks on the field. I'm assuming one team will be all orange. The other will be all white. Maybe all black against all orange. I don't know. All uh, teal versus all orange. Yeah, all teal. It'll be an interesting L-teal combination be interesting. of events. And then uh, outside of that, the next time you'll see us, we got Monday Night Football, guys. Yes. So join us this Monday night on Monday Night Football. We'll be recapping the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints game. Which should be a good battle between two former rivals. Still kind of a rival. Yeah, division games. Not so as high as, as it rivalry used to game. be. Yeah. Uh So we'll be back Monday night for that. Uh, Till then, my name is Michael Ripper. You can catch me all over social media at my rips, and I am joined by...
2: Hey guys, I'm JJ Jurgens. You can follow me at JJ Jorgens and at my blog, TomGirl.tv.
1: I am Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. And you can talk fantasy football with me all day and just regular football. Let's do it. Josh
0: has got you.
3: And I'm Jill Monroe. You can follow me at Stiletto Jill. And check out all your sports and pop culture gossip at joxonstilettojill.com. Awesome. We'll see you next week for Thursday Night Football.
1: Take care, guys. Bye, guys.